Hi, mate. All right, mate. How you doing? Well, I'm just about as good as I've ever been. Ah, very positive. I like it. So you know how we were saying that with our, you know, we got to episode 50, we had a bonanza episode, and then the next 50, we were really going to try and push ourselves and push the boat out to get the best quality content for the listeners out there. It's already high quality. Well, it is. We've got, we're pushing the bar even further. We've got yeah. jingles coming out of our arseholes. <laughs> we have. It's, can't, move, yeah, I mean, can't speak for five minutes without bloody jingles. Game playing. after game after game. Well, look, <laughs> I think that I have done the best thing that I could have possibly done. Okay. Um. Now, this requires a little bit of uh, explanation around the list for for you as well, but for the listeners. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so I have um, managed to source something, curate something, okay. um, which is a present um, for us, for the podcast and for the listeners and for you, Lee, as well, because you've got no fucking <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. No. Um, so what, building. what I'm going to do is very simple. I'm going to okay. send you right now via WhatsApp a video. Okay. And then you will receive said video and then I will count down and you will press the video start when I get to zero. So I'll go three, two, one, go. And on go, you will press play. And the listeners right. will be able to hear what you are seeing and as this podcast is out listeners i will post what i'm about to send lee on our instagram and twitter at babblement pod right okay now now you had my attention you had my curiosity so think about our friendship over the last 25 years and how yeah. that 25-year friendship has manifested itself into a podcast. Yes, and there are certain things on this podcast which we always talk about. Yes. Or recurring themes, recurring images, or even mm. recurring people. Right. So I am now going to send you a video. It's preparing. It's sending, <laughs> listeners. Don't do that too much. We'll get a <laughs> copyright claim. Or oh, something. yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Make up your own music. Okay. Oh, now that one, I much prefer. <laughs> so WhatsApp is currently trying to finish sending the video oh to me. Oh, my God. He I has received it. it. Okay, now to play it, I'm going to have to open it up and get it pre-ready. Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, Lee, if you could tell the listeners what you can currently see. So, obviously, it's just the the still image at the beginning of the video. But I'm pretty certain I can see Dave Benson Phillips. You can see Dave Benson Phillips. Oh, my fucking God. Now, Lee, after three, I want you yeah. to press play. Three. Yeah, I've never wanted to press play more in my two, entire life. Two, one, go. 
Well, hello there, Ryan and Lee of the Babblement Podcast. It is I, Children's TV legend, Dave Benson Phillips. I understand that you two talk about me on your podcasts a lot, which humbles me no end. So I'm going to do you a bit of a favor here. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do this really clean, and you can use this as many times as you want. So get ready. Hello there, this is Dave Benson Phillips, and you're watching the Babblement Podcast with Ryan and Lee. If you can use that, please do so, okay? Um, in the meantime, both you guys and your crew be well in these strange times. And uh, if you feel like giving the chat to me, please do so. All right? Thanks, guys. See you later. <laughs> Dave Benson the- Phillips. The Benson Phillips. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Right, firstly, I mean, I love you, Dave, but you can't watch us anywhere. <laughs> no, but what I've done, are you ready? But. I've done a little bit of, I, I thought I could fix that. Are you ready? Yeah. Hello there, this is Dave Benson Phillips, and you're Listening. watching the Bubblement Podcast with Brian <laughs> and Lee. So we've solved that one. Oh, that's a perfect fix. <laughs> oh, man. Dave Benson Phillips has... Unbelievable. <laughs> What did, what did he say? Did he say at the end, "If you want to give a chat to me, please do so"? Yep. Was that an invite for an an interview with Dave Benson Phillips? Well, obviously, once um, as the as you're listening to this, listeners, the video you'll be able to see in all its glory on our Instagram, and I will tag Dave in the video in the hope that that will open up a corridor of communication between oh, ourselves and the self-professed TV legend, Dave Benson <laughs> Phillips. Amazing. I mean, I can't... I, I've, I've got nothing to follow it with. I've, you, I've been taking out my, my flip-flops here. I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's only taken us just over 50 episodes, but finally we have a celebrity endorsement from not only and, from someone that we've talked about on the podcast since the beginning, we've talked about Dave Benson Phillips in various <laughs> capacities. It's from a TV legend. A fucking TV legend. We've peaked. We have peaked. Well, this is it. This is this is the greatest moment for this podcast until we secure an interview with Dave Benson Phillips. Or even better, maybe we could get a game specifically made in the same way that you've been making them for me, just for Dave Benson Phillips. We could play a game with Dave Benson Phillips. Do you know what I mean? Now that we've opened up that corridor of communication, I mean, the possibilities are Dave Benson Phillips. We don't deserve you. (laughs) <laughs> but we are humbled that you have given us such a beautiful gift. Oh, it's great. I love it. So then, episode 54. Yeah. Studio 54. Very edition. good. That's the only Living one I have. Like it's 1979. That's, yeah, that's the only thing that I have for <laughs> Studio 54. Um, that's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. <laughs> I guess, in a way, the babblement is a bit like Studio 54. Unpredictable. Possibility of running into a famous person, i.e. Mr. Benson Phillips. Mr. BP. Um, which I... I mean, it's that thing of, it's like, where do we go from here? We're going to really have to up our game for the rest of the episode. 
We know what um, happened to Studio 54, though. It got shut down. I mean, maybe we'll get too big for our boots. I don't think that's going to happen. Although we did have our best week in terms of download um, last week. So thank you, listeners. Very nice. Um, that, that's a nice... Uh, sort of pick me up from the everything else yeah and and you know as you're listening to this you won't have heard the dave benson phillips so i mean who knows where we're gonna go from here the listenership's gonna go up tenfold just because we've got our man d yeah b p <laughs> i was thinking what's his fucking initials DBP. Sounds like a wrestler. <laughs> DBP. DBP. Um, so, you imagine Dave Benson Phillips is a WWE wrestler. I mean, we have kind of already talked about that in a previous episode. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you'd have to go back. I think it's episode seven. Um, you could check that out. But um, I think the thing with Studio 54, right, is that it's it's glamorous. And I think there's no... There's nothing more glamorous than going to get your eyes tested <laughs> Especially now, did you, you had to go as well, didn't you? We both had eye tests. We both had not together. <laughs> not to not we didn't go in holding hands. No. no, we went to separate opticians. Yeah, and um, the the glamorous part came in because the for the first time in my entire life, my eyes haven't got worse; they've stayed the same. Wow! But what that immediately did was make me suspicious. <laughs> of what? Well, because obviously with um you know covid measures being implemented and I you know shout out to Vision Express um who um <laughs> did a fantastic job of taking care of me. <laughs> if you want some glasses, go to Vision Express. I'm spec savers, so no, it's a fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, it's either or can sponsor us. Um, but yeah, it, they, they did a really good job and it was wonderful. I mean, it was an eye test, but it wasn't as It's so thorough. mad though, isn't it? I mean, if, if no one's been for an eye test during this whole thing, it is like going to have a lobotomy. It's, it's odd. You know, you've got optional workers who are just normal, regular people approaching you in gloves, mask, viva, apron. It's like it looks like they're going to come and take some body parts. Off. Yeah, it does, and I think like they they do, you know the um because I don't know what they do at Specsavers, but um, <laughs> at, at Vision Express, you go in and they obviously do the photos of behind your eyes and stuff, which is fine. Yes. But yeah. then they do the um the the puff of air in the eye, and well, go on. They're meant to. I didn't have that. Oh, I see. Did you had did you have the puff? I did have the bath, yeah. You know, that's only meant for people over a certain age. So, Well, I'll tell you, Lee, it's because I've got a history of glaucoma in my family, so uh, they have to be extra careful <laughs> down there at Vision Express. Oh, OK. Um, but the, the, the point I was trying to make was that it was, <laughs> I couldn't handle it, and I kept jumping, even oh, though I knew the what was going to happen. Yeah. She was like, oh, and the first time I sort of jumped, she was like, are you OK? I was like, well, yeah, I am OK. It's just I don't normally have tiny puffs of air blowing into my eyes, so it's a I little mean, bit weird. It, it would also help if it wasn't instantly following the moment they show you what God looks like, because that <laughs> photograph that they take is the most blinding yeah, light yeah. ever. Well, it's weird because obviously it takes your time; it takes your eyes time to readjust. But then once I had the the puff of of air and did not handle it in the most kind of uh, together manner, <laughs> I then went out into the kind of waiting area bit, and of course everyone's kind of distanced, and you go yeah. in, and and obviously like you say, the optometrist is in full like operating scrubs and gear and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but I just. It, 
I, I just, I don't trust, I don't trust the results. Not because I think my eyes have gotten worse, but just because, because there's certain things they can't do. Yeah, it's like a half measures. Yeah, test. it's kind. Of, you kind of think, mm. and it's not a criticism of Vision Express, but the one thing I, the, the the thing I wanted to bring up amongst all of this, frankly fascinating chatter about getting an eye <laughs> test, um, is. When they've got the the sort of machine over your face and they're like, which one looks clearer, one or two? One or two? And I'm like, yeah. I don't see any difference. I've, I've done that. Before. So then you have to kind of guess. It's, and I, almost, I start doubting myself in the middle of the, an eye test. I have an existential <laughs> crisis. The right answer. Yeah, because oh, it's oh, like, well, I don't... <laughs> uh, can you say... There's no fucking difference, mate. I yeah. can't tell. Yeah, you're meant to. That's the whole point. Well, no, I know, th- I know, I know, I know None. that. But you feel kind None of, of awkward because you're kind of like, well, I don't really you're know. Mark you down for that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not very good <laughs> if I do badly in a test. So it's like I've got to try and do well. And it's like she kept saying to me, "Oh, you're doing really well." And I was like, "What? I, at what? I mean, I'm literally just I'm looking at here. stuff." Like, it's like no, using my eye. you're doing really well. And then they show you that image of the back of your eyeball, which looks like a pit of lava. She's like, as yeah. you can see, the optic nerve there. And I'm looking at it like, I don't see anything because my eyes are blinking with the lights. It could be an ultrasound been... of someone's foot. It could, yeah, it like, could be the inside of my anus. <laughs> and I would have no idea. I've never seen your that. optical nerve there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she showed me that she was like, and if you can see, it's a mirror image of the other one. I was like, well, I should fucking hope so. Their eyes, they come in pairs. <laughs> like, <laughs> it'd be weird if there was a, a tiny man jumping around in there. But I think... What, what this kind of goes to prove is that, you know, you sort of, I came out of it going, oh, you know, that was that was impressive in, in the sense that, you know, they showed me clean everything down and they were very sort of cautious of making sure everything was clean. And I was like, mm. why the fuck weren't we doing that anyway? Why, why would I in the past just have flagrantly placed my chin and forehead against a piece of machinery that I haven't seen someone clean? But it's almost like yeah. that that's one good thing that can come from all of this is just we can actually be clean and it and everyone else <laughs> is at the same level of cleanliness. Like Those people going, yeah, I mean, I'm washing scale. my hands even after I have a piss. It's like, well, yeah, you fucking should be washing your hands after you've had a piss, you dirty bastards. <laughs> Just because there's a pandemic going on, it's like, oh, I'm gonna wash have your to, fucking hands. Fucking hell, I'm gonna have to wash my hands after I have a piss now. Yes, you've had it on. You've had your hand on your cock. You should be washing your hand. I don't want to get cock juice on my fucking hand if I shake your hand. But, but thank you, Vision Express, for doing such a wonderful job. Brought to you by cock juice. Cock juice. <laughs> Coming to you live from HQ, beamed to ear holes all around the world, it's Seagull News! I'll never get bored of that jingle, mate. Just what? No, neither will I. It's great. But Mm. I do have news, and it's from the front lines. Eyewitness report from me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm sat in HQ, doing what we do in HQ, toodaloo, and... I heard the strangest noise. And if I had to describe this noise, it would sound like someone pumping up a bike tyre with the rustiest 
pump you've ever heard. It's like sort of a, <laughs> like, what the fuck? And it kept going on and I ignored it for a bit. I was just like, oh, it's, you know, someone's doing something, something weird's happening I don't care about. Right. <laughs> about 20 minutes it went on and I had enough. So, right, what the fuck is that noise? So I went to investigate. And upon investigating, I discovered a fledgling seagull and its elder stood upon the fence behind the shed, staring into my garden, looking directly at me. Now, I thought that's probably because I've just stood out of the shed. So I went in the house and looked from a bedroom window. (laughs) Covert fucking voyeur of seagulls. I thought, this is strange. I just want to see something. And they didn't move. They didn't go anywhere. It continues. I went back outside after about five minutes of wondering what the fuck is going on. Mm. And I realized the adult seagull is training the young one to squawk. Because every 30 to 40 noises, the adult lets out a bellowing fucking squawky seagull bullshit. I thought you were going to say the seagull turns and goes... Well done. <laughs> <laughs> That's one, son. <laughs> okay, so you, you're witnessing a parental so, seagull. So what I am witnessing is the beginning of the next generation of seagulls <laughs> that are being sent to terrorise us all, beginning with me. Well, you should have fucking you're stopped next. it. They've already started over your car, stamping it in, leaving dents all over the place, trying to ruse you out of your car like you're an earthworm in a storm. Mm. Now they're coming to my house, interrupting me with their breathing squawks. I don't know, it wasn't even a squawk. And why did it have to train it on my back fence? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, I mean... They know. They know. They do know. Um, I also have some seagull news. Um, and this was a headline uh, from The Independent. Um, seagulls prefer <laughs> eating food previously handled by humans. Gulls are more likely to approach food that they have seen people drop or put down, so they may associate areas where people are eating with an easy meal. Um, According to a study by the University of Exeter, herring gulls are more likely to peck at food they've seen a human hold uh, than food that has been left alone. When presented with two identical food items, one of which had been uh, had observed being held by a person, the gulls pecked more often at the handled food. The study was conducted in Cornish towns including Falmouth and Penzance and tested a total of 38 gulls by approaching individual gulls and placing two wrapped flapjacks under buckets in front of them. (laughs) A researcher would remove the buckets and pick one of the flapjacks, handle it for 20 seconds and then return it to its spot. Of the 38 birds tested, 24 pecked at the one of the... at one of the flapjacks, and 19 of these, 79%, 79%, why can't I speak? Fucking hell, I'm terrible. <laughs> Some dyspraxic. 79% chose the one handled by the researcher. Researchers said that this behaviour suggests the goals use human action to decide what to eat. 
Senior author Laura Kelly said, Our findings suggest that goals are more likely to approach food that they have seen people drop or put down, so they may associate areas where people are eating with an easy meal. This highlights the importance of disposing of waste, uh, food waste properly as inadvertently feeding goals reinforces these associations. So what that proves to me, and look, I am not uh, part of the University of Exeter. I wasn't part <laughs> of this. Um, didn't do any of the research Didn't ourselves. do any of the research ourselves. But using the evidence placed before me and making a deduction, I would say that that proves that seagulls are greedy little bastards. Yeah. And well, it yeah. proves <laughs> that they want to fuck you off. They yeah, could have eaten your food. Yeah, they don't want food. They want your food. They saw you put it down, and that inspires them mm. and their fuckery. Because it's not yeah. like yeah. you know. Coming fat for that. Yeah, oh, well, we'll fucking see about that. <laughs> and I think that's just it. Just opened my eyes to a whole new kind of. Well, I guess what it did is reaffirm, I suppose, that <laughs> yeah. what we'd always presumed and been suspicious It's not of. consequential. No. It's not situational. They are targeting they fucking us. hate us. They hate us. <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm, you know, all it did was just kind of vindicate the fact that we've been across this for weeks, months now. Um, yeah. And, and I felt good about that. So, um, I guess... Uh, well done, us, I guess. I guess, well done. Ryan and Lee. Oh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> Cheers, Dave. <laughs>
whether it be a fish finger <laughs> butty, a sausage butty, or sang. What's or... wrong with the butty? Nothing. No, nothing. I haven't got to the hate bit yet. I love, don't you? I fucking love both of those things. But when they don't put butter on the bread, and it's just like dry bread, animal condiment, filling, condiment, bread. It's like, no, I need butter and condiment or marge or whatever. I need something to moisten the bread. Otherwise, (laughs) as soon as you take a bite out of it, it sticks to whatever the internal accoutrement is and makes it fall apart into a billion fucking pieces what are you doing you fucking troglodyte i mean it's in the name butty yeah butter butty is something with butter in (laughs) i mean the more you say butty it sounds like you're a you're a posh kid are you a a, are you a butty boy (laughs) yeah you sound like a posh kid who's got oh butty oh butty don't do that butty um My it's next my one. My annoying younger sister who runs off into the woods. Yeah. Oh, Butty, why are you so Butty, frivolous? <laughs> um, my next one is melons. Um, <laughs> watermelons, normal melons. They, I fucking hate them. Everyone's like, you see... Oh, melons. They're, they're horrible. No, they're a good source of all the vitamins. No. Yeah, they are. They're horrible. They, they, and people go, they don't taste like anything. It's like, well, they, they do taste like something. They taste like melon. Yeah, but it's horrible. It's bland. It's watery. I'll just drink a glass of water. Thanks. Um, my next one is when you miss a Shazam. So you, <laughs> you're watching something on TV. And you're like, oh, this song's fucking awesome. And you're like, oh, I wonder what it is. You get your phone out. You press Shazam. 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 That's what they should have called it. Shazam. Shazam, motherfucker. <laughs> and you press it and it goes. It's like, oh, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> my next one is the fact that the washing is never done. Uh, the no, only way cycle. that you would be able to make sure that everything that needs to be washed is washed is if you spend a day completely naked. Yeah. That's the only way you can do it. And there's always <laughs> a bunch of stuff that needs washing that you just haven't gotten round to yet. And you're like, oh, yep. fucking, I need to do, I need to tackle that now. And it's just <laughs> the never ending cycle of washing and drying. I don't have a tumble dryer or anything. And obviously with all the things in place, I'm trying to avoid oh, yeah, the laundry, which of course is my favorite place. Yeah. But, um, I've got three, I've got two more, believe it or not. Oh um, my God. Okay. My penultimate one is, Shades of black. I went to the shop the other day. Shades I was wearing a black. black polo shirt, a black pair of shorts, and a black pair of Vans. And all three of You're them... You're feeling summery. Were, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> all three of them were black, but they were all different shades of black. Ah, uh, okay, I'm with you now. If it's not black, it should be called something else. It should have a different name. Charcoal. Or something. Don't sell something as black, and then when you put it on, it's different. It doesn't match. So I feel silly. Um, <laughs> and my last one may be a bit of an odd one, but I need okay. you to indulge me slightly. As okay, if this is basically just self-indulgent fucking nonsense. Yeah, well, yeah, it is anyway. Um, people who have lots of friends. <laughs> Stop rubbing it in my fucking face. Stop rubbing it in my face. You and your friends. I don't care that you've got loads of friends and you're all going to not so social distancing 
drinking in a fucking field next to a lake and you're all going away for people's birthdays and having dinner parties. Fuck off. I've got one mate and you are listening <laughs> to both of us. That's it. Yeah, fuck, fuck you and your social group. Yeah, how dare you be popular? What do you... They don't... They, you can't sustain that many friendships. I've said this before, I think, on the podcast. Yeah. It's like Snow White. You set More than seven is too much. You get one yeah. that can do everything. If there's people out there who are thinking, I'd like to be friends with Ryan, although I doubt it, predicated <laughs> upon the last six and a half minutes, um, I'm looking for someone that's good with kind of DIY, if you're out there. Um, someone who, who's good with cars, that would Taking be nice friend too. Applications. Um, and that? maybe someone with some <laughs> kind of medical history. That would be good too. So that's not three medical openings. history like you've been in and out constantly. No, I'm you understand you like medicine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Lee, please, what are your hate list entries? Right, well, the first one is a possible re-entry because I honestly couldn't remember if I've mentioned it before. Okay. But it's the word banter and anyone who uses it. Yeah, pro- I mean, probably, but it is... It's still, it's still a plague on all our houses. So it I, really I allow is. It. We have great banter here," said the work email about someone calling someone a name. Oh my god! It, it, yeah. As soon as I hear the word banter, my instant thought is, "Well, this is so banal. I don't need to listen to it." Well, I mean, look, I, I have to be careful how I word this because I, I like where I work and I'd like to continue to work there, <laughs> but. In in my history as a teacher, the the teacher banter is the worst. Ah, uh, I, I don't the doubt worst. it. Probably up there of accountant banter. I mean, yeah, accountant banter. I'm sure is even worse. But yeah, the word just the word banter makes my skin crawl. I want to disappear inside myself as soon as I hear someone say banter. A tiny, minuscule, unseeable piece of something. Under your mouse sensor. Oh, fucking hell, it's bits again. It is bits again. But why do they make something that controls the entirety of a PC now work on infrared in a world where bits exist? They didn't plan ahead. Birds! <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, yeah, you're, you're right. Charles, you're fucking nuts. I think... Because it, because you can't understand how something so small can compromise. Well, I can't even see everything. something. And my mouse is basically doing a fucking three quarter break dance across the screen, not selecting anything that I want it to do. There's nothing there. It's just ah, maybe. Well, and it shows our age as well because kids these days won't ever have to have. Um, taken this the little cylindrical thing the, off the tracking and the, the tracking ball, ball to empty the <laughs> dust out of the bottom of a mouse. Um, Damn, that's some OG mouse controlling right there. Do you know what I mean? Floppy disks, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Morris Minor. Play some of that, mate. I mean, that's slightly um, off-piste, but okay. Do you not remember that one? That was an educational game. No, I do remember, but I mean, that's very specific. <laughs> so the old heads out there. I mean, cleaning a mouse of dust is not very specific, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. The unseen TV cable connection conundrum. I like that. I thought you would. Yeah. So you're trying to plug in a HDMI cable mm. or a power plug mm-hmm. or an internet connection. 
and your TV presumably is bigger than 20 inches big because it's your front room TV and you can't quite get around the back of it the way you'd like to because it's nice in its snug position on the wall or whatever. Mm. So you have to take a blind dive at ramming a socket in. Mm. <laughs> and it becomes worse than wearing a bag over your head trying to shag a pillow because you can't find anything to grasp. There's no way, even if you line it up perfectly, a HDMI cable just refuses to go in. It's like, ah, ah, ah. Well, it's it's all like the U. I always think the USB cable negotiation is quite similar. It's like you p- go to put a USB in, it doesn't work. So you turn it upside down, that doesn't work. Then you turn it back over to where you had it originally, and it goes in. You're like, how? How yeah, is why? this possible? What's what's happened? Why is it just done a 360 or a 180? Is that why this has happened? Yeah, I know what you mean. When I lived at you remember my old flat with uh, with Kendall, my old housemate. Um, yeah, and and listeners, Kendall did a fantastic job of, of basically turning his flat into an absolute what would the, what would be the word sort of it's like uh, a show home yeah basically and his big thing was Kendall fucking hated cables he always hated them um, so he he'd kind of taken floorboards and created this kind of panel to where the TV would sit on and the idea would be that all of the cables would be disappeared behind the TV in in between the wall and this thing that he'd built and it looked fucking amazing but I tell you trying to set it up and get the cables in the right place to be able to then put the TV on to then test if the cables were in the right place I could have <laughs> killed him and myself that night <laughs> But he's right. The fact that you can't see any... Ca- I mean, he can't add anything to it. If he no, bought a it. new piece of equipment, there's no point. Because you can't... Fuck it. You have to negotiate with every cable in the entire Pretty house to do that. But I, I do know what you mean. It is fucking infuriating. And my last one. Restless legs at bedtime. Okay. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. I do not want to lay in bed with my legs acting autonomously without my permission nor need making me into some sort of horizontal Michael Flatley. Yes. Well, you I know, I do not need it in my life. Because obviously restless leg syndrome is a thing that people mm. suffer from. Um, but one of the ways to combat it is to, to do more walking. If you get into bed and you're like, oh, fucking have my legs, it's just do like a, a lap around the block. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to do that at one in the morning with my pants on, really uh, flush it out of the system. I mean, famously, there's no light, there's no street lights around where you live. so you There are not. Just make they, sure they you don't come into so. contact with someone else who's walking by themselves they... at night <laughs> with no street lights on. <laughs> <laughs> the government does not endorse that kind of behaviour. Keep your pants on. Yeah. So we often talk about America. We do. We comment about the land yonder, the US of the A. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I've only ever been once. I was 17. I went to Florida, which I don't think is the best uh, sort of it's not the best representation shot, no. No, <laughs> for the rest of the country. Also, I remember how much I enjoyed looking through the photos of you in Florida because you <laughs> just look like a fat Floridian man. 
I am. I am Florida man. You have. Uh, can I just I say, a- for the record, I've never said this on the podcast, but you have aged like a fine wine, sir. <laughs> now that's not necessarily saying that you are. Well, thank you. You know, my favourite looking person in the world right now. But considering what you used to look like, <laughs> like fucking hell, mate. And I, and I what, transformation. Yeah, I mean, I still look terrible, but oh my god, I look back to some of those photos from when we were growing up, especially when I went through that phase of having terribly dyed blonde hair. Which which one? Oh, the mop. That is a picture of <laughs> you, yourself, myself, and uh, I remember and the Florida Beach spikes with oh, the, the tips, mate. Those I mean, we pi- were both Florida guys. In Florida, point. you look so sweaty. Like all the pictures, <laughs> you just look like you're constantly sweating. I was. I was yeah. carrying twice the man I am today. But like you say, that's not enough of a CV or a resume in order to be no. able to comment. Going to Disneyland yeah. does not. T- I met I met more French people than I did Americans in Disneyland. So yeah. I didn't get the American experience. And so I don't really feel qualified. No, and nor do I. Just because I've been to Canada, which of course borders the US, I know that much. Um, You've looked at it from afar. I've looked at it from afar. I've contemplated getting a boat over there, but Canada's just. Yeah, Nova Scotia is too nice, so there was no fucking point. <laughs> so neither of us are qualified to be able to comment on all the wackiness that's going on in America right now. No. But we do know someone, don't we, Lee, who is more than qualified. Yes, an actual American. So um, we want to, for the first time on the Babelman, introduce Kelly. Um, Kelly is a, a wonderful, wonderful person and a listener to the podcast, um, and we kind of reached out and we asked Kelly if she wouldn't mind putting together a little um, summary of currently what's going on in America. So we, we've named the section, haven't we? We have. This, this section is called This is America. Well, hi there. This is Kelly, your mildly informed American consultant. And I do apologize for the brevity of today's update. I could go on ad infinitum about the stupidity and willful arrogance that is rampant over here on this side of the large pond. But we're keeping it short today for the sanity of all involved. The first thing I wanted to touch on was the controversy surrounding Trump's latest visit to the Walter Reed Hospital. Obviously, there was a picture of him exiting the hospital with an arm full of what looks like newspapers and then just a little sheath of regular printer paper shoved in there for good measure, I suppose. But as this man has never carried anything for himself ever in the past um it's a little suspicious and then you start taking a closer look and you see that his hand has a very large bruise on it right where one would say have an iv placed kind of weird i know But even further down this rabbit hole, we have this information breaking originally with the information that he was there for a cerebral event. Shortly after this was posted, that was taken down. Um, But really all you have to do is listen to the man speak And you could probably come to your own conclusion that he has absolutely either had a stroke or a TIA. 
there is something cognitively not right in that head of his. I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. It's fake, phony, fake. It's fake, phony, fake. Moving on, very shortly, our moratorium on evictions will be lifted. And we are still waiting for our second stimulus check from the government. We have been given shelter in place, our stay at home orders since March. And during this time, the majority of Americans are not able to work. We have been granted one $1,200 stimulus check from our government for our pain and suffering and trying to stay alive during the time that the majority of Americans cannot work. So $1,200 since March obviously did not go very far. And our government is currently, currently in battles over the details surrounding our second stimulus check. It's going to be in the same amount another $1,200 stimulus check if it is passed. The only thing that's different this time is that if you are an adult who was claimed as a dependent on somebody else's tax return, you will be eligible for your own stimulus check this time. On the first one, if you were an adult who was claimed as a dependent on someone else's tax return, you did not get the money. It went to the person who claimed you on their taxes. But this time, if you're an adult, you get money to you. Why has it taken over two months to come to essentially the same conclusion that they came to the first time? Because of all the other stuff that they're trying to stick in this bill to push it through in a hurry. It doesn't make sense. Both sides are in agreement that there does need to be another stimulus check. It does seem like it will be $1,200 again, though some are trying to make it more. I don't think that will happen. I honestly have doubts a second stimulus check will happen. But they go on vacation this Friday for a month while the majority of Americans are looking at homelessness. So if they don't pass anything by Friday, eh, just, just big yikes in general. I foresee torches and pitchforks soon if things don't change. Wish us luck, please. Rabble, rabble, rabble isn't going to help anything. But we don't know what else to do, Mayor. The last thing I wanted to bring up was masks. You've seen our numbers. They are not good. We are a country full of entitled idiots. Put a fucking mask on. And you cannot tell these people anything. You could show them a page full of facts and they will cover their eyes and refuse everything that you tell them because obviously they know better than scientists, of course. Many of our states have mandatory mask mandates. 
However, many people are not going to wear a mask unless it's a federal law. I, I don't understand what the disconnect is for these people. However, in my line of work, we have signs all over. They're outside the work. They're posted multiple places inside the workplace, letting the general public know that there is a mask, a mandatory mask mandate in effect. I am not going to tell these people to put a mask on because we have honestly had people shot when, not in my work, but in America in general, people have been shot for telling people that there is a mask mandate and they're supposed to be wearing a mask. The, the non-maskers, they're like the anti-vaxxers right now. Their go-to response is, well, yeah, as soon as it's a federal law, I'll put a mask on because America, my rights. Like, dude, you are potentially killing people for your rights, but no, you go off, sir. You go spread your diseased breath to someone else. Put a fucking mask on. I just wish we could refuse service to people who have so little respect for their fellow man that they are not willing to put a thin piece of fabric over their face for seven minutes. But that's just me. I try to live by the motto, don't be a dick. I invite you to do the same. Please don't be like the non-maskers. And on that note, I hope your day is going to go a lot more lovely than mine will. And I love you all. Wow, that's all sunshine and roses, isn't it, over there? I think perspective is really important. All of a sudden, Boris Johnson and his mates don't seem so bad. No. And that's unbelievable. And I, But I also think it's important for us not to go, meh, not our problem. Like, we are allies with America and... We're allies like, with other humans. We're and not, when we see other humans not being treated well, it's and, not. And, and I, I know you are too, Lee, but we, we at, at Babble HQ, we kind of feel like we're fairly well informed about the world. But there were several things that Kelly said there that I had absolutely no fucking idea was going on. For example... I mean, a lot of it I don't understand, Well, no, honest, but, but I mean, the, the thing that she was talking about with uh, Trump coming out of hospital, like, I saw those photos... But it wasn't Mm. kind of widely reported over here that there was a sort of controversy around the reason why he'd been admitted to hospital. And it makes perfect fucking sense, doesn't it? Why would he be carrying a load of old fucking documents when he doesn't do anything for himself? He doesn't do anything. And he has a mysterious... I mean, I'll be honest, saying that maybe he's had a stroke, I thought he'd had one anyway. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? You, if that's true, you kind of go, well, that would make sense. I mean, the recent interview that he had, where have you seen it? Where he's talking about... He's talking the, about shapes. Oh I can build a circle in a square. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what are you I, I got about? the long one in the long thing. Who's his press right secretary? Place. And why aren't they going, mate, just fucking chill, man. This is not... You <laughs> should not else. be fucking talking about this. Even if it's not true, like, him saying stuff like that... Mm. It gives the wrong impression. And also, can I just say, cerebral event. I know, right? I mean, that sounds like a brain festival, doesn't it? That, <laughs> fantastic. What a great name for anything. Yeah, well, she she's an articulate lady, man. We're very lucky to have her. Um, oh, I loved it. But 
the thing that really kind of stood out to me and and <laughs> there isn't really a way to put a funny spin on it um so i'm obviously not going to try but the fact that people are getting shot for saying to someone you should be wearing a mask i mean that is very american isn't well, it well it is it, the, the the worst kind of america of the worst segment of a small percentage i understand that but it's what what i mean is that the perception that the world has is course, that many americans yeah. are sort of gun-toting cowboys yeah and obviously that's not true of course not. a lot of people who own the weapons over there are very responsible but some of them are absolute fucking bucks. But then when you hear a story where someone's got shot because yeah. they've walked up to someone else and said, excuse me, can you put a mask on? Yeah. So like, what the fuck well, is going Also, on? what it does is it makes me realise how much of a fanny I've been because I get <laughs> right. annoyed when I see people not wearing a mask, but I'm too British and polite to go, why are you not wearing a mask? But I feel like we all have the right to do that. We all have the right... Just like someone can say, why are you... I was wearing a mask the other day and I bumped into someone I worked with on a walk mm. and he was like, oh, why have you got a mask on? I was like, because I fucking want to put a mask on. Yeah. Because I, because I, because I do. And that's it makes why me feel you're safer. questioning me about that. <laughs> but the fact that we can do that without the fear of being shot, yeah, we still don't, I think is absolutely fucking bonkers. Well, it's two perfect examples of Americanisms and Britishisms. is... Yeah. Side by side, isn't it? Well, it is. And, and, and I also think that when Kelly's talking about the, um, the money that is, that is afforded, or perhaps oh, not what? so. $1,200 yeah. for four or five months away. Yeah. That's and, insane. And the fact that their, their kind of constitutional political structure can just fuck off on holiday for a month. It's like, if they <laughs> yeah. don't get it passed, then... Well, sorry, know. guys. We've kind of made this law thing happen where people can kick you out again now yeah and also we haven't given you any way to get any money no, so um not only <laughs> not only if you've got no protection but we're also going to lift we're off yeah we're going to lift the thing that protected you in the first place and to me it's kind of akin to like being thrown off a boat and then mm. having being able to see a rubber ring available to you i mean look i am not <laughs> I am not clued up on the kind of woes of nautical life. I'm pretty sure rubbering ain't going to do fuck all in the middle of the ocean, but let's say that it will. And you're like, yeah. can you just chuck me that, that rubber ring? And they go, no. I can, but I've got to go and do I'm this. I'm not sure about it. I think I might l just leave it for a bit. Have yeah. a think. Is that what? You might not what are drown, you doing? but if you do, that's kind of not our problem. Yeah. And it's just... Like you should have taken care of you. Um, it, it's just absolutely fucking crazy. The world madness. is a crazy place. but um, Absolute madness. I just wanted to... Kelly, thank you so much. We love you. Um, yeah. And, that, that, you should have said that straight away. We love you too. Thank yeah. you so much. And we, we just... Um, we can't wait to hear more about the wonderful world that we live in and our not so distant allies over the pond it's going to be mm. it's going to be fun maybe we should get her to tell us things like you know random americanisms you know what's the american equivalent of a seagull well this is it this example. is the, this is the purpose of it isn't it we want to we want to get to know all the stuff that we don't know about all the things that we care about we want to be better informed as well exactly we want to we want to hit you with the facts <laughs>
we're now an educational can you imagine program. if it yeah we just all of a sudden it's like they went from telling stories about seagulls poo, poo. um <laughs> to investigative journalists but they couldn't do it without kelly so i mean pff, you know we're not worthy no so i'm not tiring of it no me neither me neither um man becomes world's first to have new penis built on arm after old one falls off are you fucking kidding me <laughs> sorry what <laughs> A man who lost his penis due to an infection had a new one built on his arm and whilst the appendage was to be transferred to where it belonged, it's been left on the man's arm for four years. Now, firstly, his name's Malcolm McDonald, which I thought was fucking good. (laughs) Malcolm. Uh, Malcolm McDonald, 45, lost his manhood back in 2014 after a long-term perineum infection turned into sepsis, something which ultimately caused his penis to drop off. I mean... So, number one, are you fucking kidding me? I didn't know that that could happen, that your penis uh, would just fall off. What the fuck? And then in a bid to give Malcolm another penis, surgeons built him one on his arm for it to be later moved to where his penis should be after lots of back and forth and malcolm having to change surgery dates he was finally set to have the surgery in april but due to the ongoing pandemic this was cancelled so i mean so there's a guy who has just been walking around with a real life living cock on his arm i just i just tripped up because i'm sort of wandering around in shock (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he, they grew a cock on his arm and he's had it for four years. Now, firstly, if you're going to get a doctor to make you one, my question to you, Lee, is would you add a couple of inches to what you had before? Of course. I'd have it literally flapping underneath my T-shirt. Um, I'd be like, do it on the inside sure and I'll just kind of put a lackey band on the bottom. So it's like the size of elbow to wrist. I'll just, just do that for me. But... And obviously, I'm not mocking this guy. Like, this is fucking horrendous and good on him for and you know, an amazing scientific breakthrough. To well, yeah, I mean, it's incredible that him. you can do that. But, but <laughs> why on the arm? Ex- why not like in the inside of the thigh? Well, I guess because of air or something. I don't know. Um, but there's two other things from this story that I was that could be a you fucking kidding me. First is he explains the devastating moment he lost it. <laughs> I had struggled for years with an infection, but I had no idea what could happen. It spread to my fingers and toes and turned them black. When I saw my penis go black, I was beside myself. It was like some it was like a horror film. I was in a complete panic. I knew deep down it was gone and I was gonna lose it. Then one day it just dropped off on the floor. Because I'd been going through the devastation of knowing I was going to lose it, I just picked it up and put it in the bin. What? I went to the hospital and they said the best they could do for me was to roll the remaining stump up like a little (laughs) sausage roll 
It was heartbreaking. Now, look, Malcolm, I'm not questioning you, but did the people in the hospital say, well, we can just roll it up like a little sausage roll? I'm pretty sure that's yeah, not how they worded no. it. <laughs> so for two years after the incident, Malcolm explained that he felt like a shadow of a man before his GP suggested he got in touch with Professor David Ralph, an expert in phallus construction at London's <laughs> University College Hospital. Professor expert phallic creator. Professor One. Ralph has been dubbed the penis master. The penis master. I um, mean, if you're going to have a moniker, have that one. <laughs> Malcolm are speaking about having a penis on his arm. I am the master arm. of penis. <laughs> you know what I mean? If that's going to be your nickname. <laughs> but it's fine because Malcolm was okay with having the additional body part on his arm for two years. He didn't think it would end up staying there for double the amount of the time. And he says, of course it is mad having a penis on your arm. Not even I am used to it. But when you think about it, it's actually amazing. They can make a new penis at all. is That they can make a new penis at all is incredible. But they can build it on my arm is mind-blowing. It looks like something out of a weird sci-fi comic. But it's my chance at a normal life. It's been the first step towards being able to go to the toilet and even being intimate with someone. And yeah, Malcolm I hopes suppose he's got a catheter or something. Well, yeah, right, Malcolm hopes that he to get his manhood restored to its rightful home by the end of the year. Um, Malcolm, if you're listening to this, um, amazing, amazing. Like, I mean, it's so un- amazing. I've never heard of a more devastating story than something like that. No. Just you can't control. You can just sit there and watch as bits drop off. I mean, that must be devastating. But glad to hear that you've. Uh, Got a new beginning <laughs> on, on Absolutely. your Absolutely. But the two things that I was interested <laughs> I mean, I'm not in, laughing at you. No, 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 I'm it's not. It's just incredible. It is incredible. But the two things that I find interesting, one is, as soon as I read that, I thought, can you hear that? What? There's someone's apparently drilling through my wall now. Are you joking? No. This I do not hear. Okay, it stopped. I thought, I wonder if mine would make a noise if it hit the floor. <laughs> like a thump? Yeah, well, it would, would be, be like, like a... Because <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be like, boom! Yeah, you the want the room to shake. Of, yeah, you want, you want the floor to Vases were cleared off the tables, yeah, the mantle fell. Wouldn't even notice. And Windows smashed. The second thing <laughs> is he said he's felt like a superhero. What? Cock arm. <laughs> the <laughs> incredible penis man. Like, what, what would you use it for? Like, another way to thumb a lift? Do you know what I mean? Like, what is the... <laughs> also, what I want to know is, is it always erect? Or is it floppy? Or does it fluctuate when he gets aroused? Like, what the fuck? Are you fucking is it on his kidding shoulder? me? <laughs> is he, like, rubbing it up against people on the train? Yeah, like, what is it? <laughs> I, I just, it's mental. It's mental. Does he go swimming? Has anyone commented on it? Oh, I mean, there's, there's so many questions I would love to ask Malcolm, but I don't know if he would want to answer any of them. <laughs> like, literally, I've got hundreds of questions that I would ask him. Yeah, same. Does it have a foreskin? Yeah, that's, that was one of my first questions. <laughs> like, what, have you, do you get to decide? 
Yeah, did you did you have any input? Were you in the design process? Was there a room Imagine with an iPad if the doctor and designers it, sat around? But he was like, look, I can only make it like two and a half inches. You'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake. What's the fucking point? What's the point in that? <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not true. I mean, that's a perfect, no. that's quite a big size, isn't it? I think two and a half inches. That's quite, that's, Huge. that's much bigger than not the average. <laughs> so that's my, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I think that's it. Oh, okay. Unless <gasps> I can enter in a very personal one. <laughs> Is it along the same lines of what we've just been talking about? My penis did not drop off. Okay, I can, good. I can confirm that. But something did drop off of somebody else in the local area. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Is that how? There's no way that that could be true because neither of us spoke to each other about what our ones were. So that if that's true, then I'm going to be mind blown. One hundred percent true. Fucking hell! So I was sent. It is. Uh, we have symbioted as always. <laughs> that's a word. Don't try and throw that one in under the fucking radar. <laughs> so, wife is on Facebook. I'm not. I hate it. We all know this. But she's going through, like, the, the local pages. You know, the ones that are always telling you about community schemes and all that sort of shit. Sure. And she comes across this post. <laughs> Need help. My mum has lost her ear around Leesland area. This is not a joke. If you've seen it, please contact me. <laughs> and thus proceeds what? is a picture of a lady's prosthetic ear now i've got some questions i've I've no doubt prosthetic ears are commonplace they're far more commonplace than you or i would ever imagine there's many reasons for people to have them no problems with any of these things what i'm questioning here is given the current climate of having to wear a mask Mm. and how those masks are affixed to your head how did she notice or not notice sorry that she'd lost her fucking ear. Why did no one in the street go, oh, uh, are you okay? Because you appear to only have one fucking ear. How does she not notice when her glasses fell off? This is what I mean. When her earphones fell out, why didn't she think, what the well, fuck? Well, she wouldn't have fucking earphones in, would she? She's got prosthetic ears. She wouldn't fucking hear anything. Yeah, you put it in one at least. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Paul. How the fuck? Yeah, again, we need to get both of them on the pod and be like, right, yeah. how the fuck did you lose that? I mean, I sincerely hope someone has found it. If Although anyone I think a knows dog probably... where the lady can <laughs> the find her ear. prosthetic ear, please do message us at... <laughs> that is fucking mental. How could we both have had a you fucking kidding me's that are related to people's limbs, prosthetic or not, <laughs> falling off? In the history of my life, I never realised that a body part could just fucking fall off. Third, it's two of them. That is, I mean, are you fucking kidding me? And thus we reach the finale, the end. Yep. 
15. The end of episode 54. Yep, the studio is closing. The studio is shut closing, down. but only temporarily. Um, and I just want to say on behalf of um, ourselves and I'm sure the, the listeners um, that if we don't do anything else with our lives, <laughs> we should start a petition to get yeah. Dave Benson Phillips the knighthood that he thoroughly deserves. He does. 100% services to entertainment. Services to entertainment, to charity, for basically being an absolutely fucking wonderful man. Yeah, agreed. Um, and as you heard earlier, and as we made a big fuzz about, mm. he does he does want to speak to us. Yeah, he said we could send some, some chat his way. So we've just got to strategize or go into a, a Cobra meeting to try and figure out What's the best way to get Dave more involved, more regularly exactly. in the podcast? Exactly. Needs to be done. But speaking of Cobra meetings, um, mm. a little update on our on your oh, conversation on, on, on with, Boris. with Boris. Yeah, so... Well, obviously, you know, I've been waiting with baited fingers mm. for a reply from mm-hmm. Boris, mm-hmm. and sadly, it's not happened. Oh. I know. But fear not. Okay. Because it appears he has passed it on to a PA or someone. Okay. Because I've got an email from somebody else. Oh, how exciting. From a Williams Hodges. Williams Hodges. He's Williams got, he's Hodges. He's got two last names. <laughs> yep. <laughs> First name is a last name, and his last name is a last name. Okay. His last name is last name. So I'm going to briefly read this out to you. Okay. Hello, dear. Hmm. <laughs> They all love me. They do. I, <laughs> I'm a friend of everyone. <laughs> Thanks for your efforts towards me. Hope all is well with you and your family. Please, I'm sorry for not writing you for a long time. I was very busy and you may not understand why this mail came to you, but it is to let you celebrate with me after the past difficulties in life in which we went through when we were having a business transaction, which I eventually we fail conclude. <gasps> Wait, is there any grammar in there? No. <laughs> he need Williams Hodges needs to be introduced to something called the comma. He does. Okay. Give me a fucking breather. Can oh, Williams? I am using this opportunity to inform you that this business has finally been concluded with the assistance of another partner from London who oh. financed the transaction to a logical conclusion. Okay. <sighs> okay. However, due to your effort, sincerity, courage, and trustworthiness you showed during the course of the transaction, courage? I want to comp- He didn't fight a yeah. fucking war. I did. Okay. I was in the trenches with him, and he wants to compensate me oh. to show gratitude 250,000 United States dollars. Fucking well. So with the current conversion rate, you're still probably pushing about 220, 225. Not bad. Not bad. Well, I have arranged your payment through Swift Visa Card Payment Center of UBA Bank PLC. Sounds the card center, it, is, it does, 100%. The card center is actually the same bank that Boris and his mates were using, so it must be a oh, real high true, standard yeah. oh, bank. Oh, that's good. He definitely passed it off then. Yeah. The card center will issue a Visa card of your funds with names which will enable you to withdraw your money in any ATM machine worldwide to the maximum sum of 5000 United States dollars per only day. Per only day. Per only day. Okay. Kindly contact the below person who is in a position to issue a release, your visa card, and to you, and also send the following information listed below and to them. 
Okay, struggling a little bit to dissect that, but okay. Yeah. Contact person, Dr. Godfrey Young, Director, UBA Bank, PLC, Visa Card Payment Department. Okay. Email, atmpayconsultant at gmail.com. Yeah, well, Trust of course. They, they're going to have a they're going to have a Gmail account, obviously. We are real. Does it say? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if any legitimate business has a Gmail account, so that that seems to that adds up. That adds up. Information needed: your full name, your address, your age, your occupation, your phone number. Okay. Note that because of imposters, I hereby issued the code of conduct, which is Visa Card eight four eleven. So you have to indicate this code when contacting the card centre by using it as your subject. Thanks and remain blessed, you, my dear. Yours, friend, Mr. Williams. <laughs> Yours, friend. <laughs> Mr. On, I thought, Williams. I thought his name was Mr. Hodges. I thought it was Williams, Williams Hodges. Hodges. It's Mr. Williams. He doesn't know his own fucking name. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so have I've you replied. replied? Yeah, I've replied. Okay. Finally, you've contacted me, Hodges. I've been shitting myself with work. Hang on, you got his name wrong. It's Willie. It's Mr. Williams. No, it's Hodges. Mr. Hodges. He needs Just to make Hodges. up his fucking mind. Okay. I cannot believe you waited this long to tell me everything went through after I lost my entire fucking business with the shitstorm that happened after the Hilton. As you know, Frederick Hobargan III and Mickey Mephodopoulos were both run out of the financial sector after the incident with Seagulls PLC, not Stephen. <laughs> Seagulls, Stephen Seagulls. Anyway, glad to hear from you. Here's the details. Name, Durf Vinderslink. Address, <laughs> address 44 Strong Arm Court, Bermondsey, 1107 Peacock Riviera. Phone number, plus 33, some gibberish numbers. Shoe size, 10 on a good day. No, just 10 on a good. I didn't even write day. <laughs> 10 on a good. 10 on a good. Height, if I'm in heels. I haven't put a number. <laughs> favorite tv series get your own back oh thanks again hodges williams blessed be the fruit of our labors and peace ride a winged horse beside you all my love michael barrymore well i mean if i mean that's wonderful (laughs) that is fucking wonderful because and now we wait yeah that's what i mean now we play the waiting game and hopefully hodges williams will Re- return with how you can get your hands on this 250 G's, mate. That is that's exactly, no. Yeah. That's no. He didn't ask for any bank details, so I think it's legit. It definitely. Well, I mean, hey, it's definitely legit. They have a Gmail account, as we do. Babmanpod at gmail dot com. There you go, legit, hundred percent, not a scam. Won't take your money to a Nigerian investor. Thank you very much. Absolutely not. And um, <laughs> you know, if this if this comes up for us, then listeners, we may be able to get you involved. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll if, spam your spam. If you account. want to get involved with this perfectly legitimate financial transaction, you can do so by going onto iTunes and giving us a five star review and saying something nice about us. Yeah, why not? Why not? From us, and then we'll get, we'll give you some of the the banking dollars from William Hodges. Yeah, because we can't. I mean, two hundred and fifty thousand. We're going to have to, you know, spread it around a bit. Um, so from us. Here at Babbleman HQ and Dave Benson Phillips. Hello there, this is Dave Benson Phillips, and you're listening to Babbleman Podcast with Ryan and Lee. (laughs) I'm not going to get tired of that. I will never get tired of Dave Benson Phillips. (laughs) Until next time, listeners. Goodbye. Cheerio. 